Hello there, Internet, and welcome back to the There Goes a Big One podcast, the podcast where two idiots talk about video games. As usual, I'm your host, Matt Hines, and joining me, uh, it's been a few weeks, but joining me again is a guy, Wakem. Hello. Yeah, it has been a, it has been a, a wee minute or two. Yeah, we'll just say it's, it, it's down to just sort of as scheduling conflicts, just mm-hmm. kind of work life at the moment. It's been a bit stressful. Um, but you never know. Hopefully we're trying to maybe do a soft relaunch for June um, and then potentially just see see if we can do it more regularly. Um, I'm not holding myself to one one a week, but we'll see how we go. Yeah, it's important to remember that like, we are eager and keen to do this, but we do both have full-time jobs as well, like throughout the week. So work out that we can record, but well, I also we'll want to preface it. When we, when we started it, we were kind of in the last lockdown. Um, so we had time to do stuff, but our lives aren't just, well, not mine per se, but our lives are not just revolving around staying indoors now. So we're off, off seeing people. And, and so there's the other thing as well. Weekends used to be great for that because we couldn't do anything else, but we'll see how it goes. We'll try and make it work. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to always uh, make an effort to get it done. Yeah, of course. Um, anyway, we've got some interesting, interesting well interesting topic as the the main thing to talk about um however i just want to bring up something real quick the viewers unless they've played dark souls are going to have no idea what i'm talking about um but i've watched a a youtube video uh today with sunlight blade where he's done like top 10 like he's not doing like a theme this time it's just top 10 clips of dark souls and you can kind of submit anything um and he'll he'll review it or or showcase it and number one was so good like so if people don't know dark souls one or any dark souls you can be randomly invaded when you're human there's like two forms there's a hollow and a human form um and you can um as a human you can be invaded by other players who then will try and kill you um and somebody was streaming their first ever playthrough um with their co-op partner and this person had really cleverly changed him like not hacked the game but like brought in every item or equipment piece that that you that twitch streamer had currently changed Mm. their name to what that twitch streamer was called and then invaded them so it looked like they'd been invaded by themselves what yeah so he basically got all the equipment he named himself the same as this person so then when he was invaded it says you are invaded by medic. So the the person who was new to the game didn't really understand what was happening. Didn't, didn't understand. And was like, I've just been invaded by myself. (laughs) He was in the depths, which again, this is probably, unless you've played dark souls, I'm really sorry, but bear with me for five minutes in the depths, you know, the, um, the room that you have to open with a key and then the bonfires in there, um, near the top. The first game, yeah, sorry. In the depths, like the first bonfire in the depths where you need a key to get into it. Mm, yeah. It's like in a long corridor. Those are things that drop on you and then you can either go left down to the boss or or there's the door where you go through to the bonfire. Well, this guy mm-hmm. invaded and then slowly walked in, closed the door and then like slowly walked towards him as if like it was 
part of the game. Like you get invaded by <laughs> yourself. Mm. But then what was even weirder is obviously he was playing with somebody cooperatively like we would do. Mm-hmm. Um, and once he'd killed the, uh, the, uh, the Twitch player, he was waiting for his friend to, to spawn. So they'd put their password settings and stuff in. But this person had gone back on their old VODs and seen what the password was. So then summoned his friend who thought it was his friend, but it was just this random person again. And then started like walking off being like, oh, dude, why is the door closed on your world? And he's like, the door's not closed on my world. And he's like, but, but I'm with you. And it was just, I just thought it was really interesting that someone's t- taken, I can't talk, has taken the time to do something as elaborate as that to kind of like mess with somebody, but not in like a horrible way, kind of like a, a creepy, like fun way. And I just, I just had to highlight it because I thought it was so good. Yeah. That's what's kind of interesting when there's a game that popular, but there's obviously still a lot of people that might not have played it. And of course, with tri- with Twitch and like so many different streaming platforms being so big on not only one person experiencing the game, two people experiencing, it's interesting that you can get scenarios like that where someone might be playing for this popular game for the first time and something like that can happen to really throw them off and they're none the wiser. Yeah, I... I just, it's just really interesting because also with those kind of top 10, it's a very, very old game now, like Dark Souls series. It's quite an old series now um, mm-hmm. in terms of video games, not in terms of, it's not super old, but um, it's kind of dying out, not necessarily, but a lot of like Dark Souls YouTubers and stuff have kind of toned down their content that content now because there isn't much yeah. to do with it anymore that's new and fresh. And I just thought this was just such a unique and, and I've never seen it before. I just felt, thought that it was, it was just a really cool moment that someone yeah, has done yeah. to, to kind of freak someone out. And he genuinely, you could tell he was really freaked out. If anyone hasn't seen it, it's a YouTuber called Sunlight Blade and his latest video is a top 10. Watch it just for that number one. It, I'd recommend it to you when you've, you finish the podcast. Um, and Guy, mm. definitely you look, watch it when we've stopped as well. That's interesting. That sounds cool. <laughs> that someone would yeah, like it was really interesting. That- <laughs> Yeah, I, it was just a little thing to start. I just, I literally had seen it beforehand. Um, and then I was like, I need to tell Guy this. But normally I would just tell you in passing. But I was like, yeah. I'll save it because we're just about to do the podcast. I mean, what happened from the world today. Okay. Um, my, uh, my girlfriend was playing it and she got her Switch today. She was uh, getting ah, a Switch okay. and she got it today. And annoyingly, I was hoping because the save data, I was hoping we could transfer the save data over onto her switch. But apparently, you uh, can't register oh. the SD card. And if you want to use that SD card on a different switch, it has to delete all of the data on, which is really oh, weird. God, I'm glad you didn't do that. All your saves, Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to kind of get her caught back up, she wasn't too far in the game, but to get her caught up a bit, I was kind of showing her some like <laughs> big and heavy quotation marks here. I was showing her some speed running techniques. Um, okay. I put heavy emphasis on the quotes there because my speed running techniques are not very good. I've I've tried. I'm not very good at it with that game, but I, was, I, can show I can't do them. I I've, I think uh... I've twice. I practiced so many times. 
Um, you're talking about like the bomb, like method, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've practiced them and I just cannot get it down. It's like the shield surfing thing of the enemies. I can't quite get that right. There's just little bits that I can't quite do, and it's the kind of stuff where you'd have to sit down for like a day and just practice that over and over. And I a don't have time and b don't have patience for that yeah i was going to say it's practice isn't it and you're spending too much time sinking into monster hunter to to be playing got her off a plateau so she can kind of like carry on from there she's a bit sad that she doesn't have a horse anymore but uh, i'm sure she'll find a better one her first horse ran off a bridge with her on it oh so yeah. that's fine she can bring it back to life now in the new one yeah yeah so either way, she was going to be sad because if it had run off a bridge in her old save, she would not get it back anyway. No, <laughs> she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean you should like, put something else bad on them, though. Like when one sad thing happens, you can't be like, oh, well, it doesn't matter if another sad thing happens to you. <laughs> no, but what I'm just saying is she can get she'll have another horse and she would have had to have got a new horse either way, though, surely. Yes, yeah, she would. So she would have been sad either way, is what I'm trying to say. It's not that if she had didn't. Well, I guess so, but she's got to make that horse. She's still got to make all that progress again that she made. Yeah, but that's fine. You'll be sitting there playing your switch next to her, and she'll she'll do. Well, she had a a very good way of like looking at it. She was like, "Well, at least it's more practice." And I was like, "Yeah, that's very true. That's true." She's probably still further than me, and you've done most of it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, listen, you're not wrong. <laughs> anyway, what are we going to actually talk about today? Because we've got a main topic we want to talk about. Um, um, I had an idea um, to kind of show our fandom, because we talk about it a lot. Well, our age. And our age. Um, I thought it'd be interesting to go through, and this is a very typical generic thing. I think it's a good thing to kind of get us back into the swing of things. I thought we'd go through the first original 151 Pokemon, yeah, and uh, I don't know, give our give our opinions on each one, like very bite size opinions. Yeah, I'm down down for that. I am like I'm a, okay with that. Like a, delicious, like a delicious mozzarella stick, only it's full just... of Pokemon opinions instead of delicious cheese. Um. I'm going to just stick to the mozzarella sticks. I don't want any Pokemon opinion fueled mozzarella sticks. Well, I'm afraid we don't have any mozzarella sticks. So we're going to have. So, opinion. I've got opinions and mozzarella sticks, and I'm all out of mozzarella sticks. (laughs) I'm afraid so. (laughs) Um, Also, on a side note, just so people kind of know, we're going for trying to be a little bit more structured in it this time instead of just spouting random nonsense for um for an hour i mean it's still gonna be random nonsense but it's gonna be structured random nonsense before maybe having a, a topic like a main topic um mm-hmm. to talk about each time and then kind of we'll probably go off in tangents anyway but it's just just so we're kind of grounded to one thing um and so it's not kind of we'll just wing it and see how it goes yeah or maybe we'll do like a game or a game series where we can really like deep dive into, especially like some of these older games from like PS1 to PS3 era that I feel like some people don't talk about anymore, but are still really good and kind of interesting to talk about. I'd like to do a bit of that. 
Exactly. I, and I'd also, um, I, you did say it to begin with, um, but I was really stringent. It must be video games, but I, I want to maybe potentially maybe once a month i don't know depending on how many times we do it i do kind of want to do maybe a a film kind of review on Mm -hmm. one um not do it all the time because obviously we're primarily a gaming podcast but i just thought maybe once a month sort of um doing one about a film or if there's a film that we really want to that's just come out that we want to talk about something about that but just so we can both kind of watch the film um and then can just talk about it on the podcast i just thought that might be a a bit fun just to break up a little bit and maybe get some new people that don't necessarily like video games yeah well if people like that idea then they could maybe let us know and you know if they want to talk more about films they can let us know if they think no you should stick to video games then you know just just let us know what you want so and the way to do that and the way to do that because we've not said how we've got an instagram it is there goes a big one that's pretty much all it is on Instagram. Um, I post on there every time there is a um, every time a new episode's on, um, and yeah, so message that that Instagram maybe on the on that episode when I post a picture saying the episode's live, maybe off that episode. So we've got the more current ones. Put down anything you want to talk about, any games you think you want to talk about, any questions you might have, um, any films you want us to watch, and then. Um, yeah, give it a follow, and then we'll uh, see how it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, there's 151 of these buggers to get through, so I think we should get started. Let's do it. Let's go. Number 42. Okay, what mo- what Pokemon is number 42, then? Go on, then, smart guy. Um, number 42 is... Don't look it up. Don't look I'm, it up. I'm not looking it up. It yep. is... I think... Yeah. Bellsprout. I don't actually know what it is, so I'm going to assume you looked it up. I didn't look it up. I'm looking it up now, but I I guessed. <laughs> Let me have that a sounds pretty. Me. That sounds pretty close. That's why I did it because I was like, that's got to be close. <laughs> Hang on, I'm looking now. It is. Oh my god, it's not showing me. It's just showing me the generations. I don't care about what generations there are. All right, hang on. Here we go. Generation 1 Pokemon. No, that's not helping me. Oh, for God's sake. Should we just maybe get started and then when we get to number 41, we can point it out? Was it 41 or 42? 42, actually. When we get to 42, we'll point it out. Okay, let's do that. Right, so first off, I know, well, we're starting off pretty strongly for you. We've got Bulbasaur. My favourite. That's all we need to say. My favourite of Gen 1. Is it actually? Cute little bulby bastard. It's your number one favorite pokemon of generation one yeah fair enough no there's nothing wrong with that i like bulbasaur it's a really solid simple design well it kind of it kind of is joint first with something else which i think you would probably think i was gonna save first Mm. we'll we'll see when we get to it yeah i like bulbasaur it's pretty solid oh have you yeah just quickly number 42 shit it was golbat yeah that's kind of close. is nowhere near it. Oh, I never mind then. <laughs> Bellsprout's like 69. I get it. Hey, 69. Uh, oh, that little, that little baller. Anywho. Well, all right, well, if Bulbasaur is tied for your number one favourite, yeah, I don't like it as much as Bulbasaur. I think Ivysaur is kind of underrated, though. I actually quite like it. 
No, only you only like it because that's the one that's in Smash Bros. That has more because it's interesting to see them in a game like that where they can move around a bit more, have some different animations. But I don't know. I think its design is still pretty good. It's you know, it the definitely doesn't is, have the middle syndrome as people often say. The thing I don't like, well, not I don't like about Ivy Saw, but the thing with um, the like Bulbasaur, for example, is he does his job. It's the first, the first ever generation of Pokemon. First little, no one knows what Pokemon is. You go in there, pick a Pokemon that you've got to have with you forever. Oh, and like, look at that. your first Pokemon, yeah. I'm like, look at that little bugger. He's adorable. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I get that. Well, then. well, you're not giving your opinions on Bulbasaur. You just did Ivysaur. I said Bulbasaur's like Bulbasaur. I said he's a very simple design. I think it's really good. That's why I like him, because he's simple. Yeah, I, I actually... You might notice this going on. I actually like a lot more of the simpler designed Pokemon. I think sometimes when they get a bit too over-designed, it's a bit much. Yeah, yeah. And depending on what they're based on can be kind of dumb as well. Yeah, that's true. Um... All right, then. Well, I'll say I don't mind Venusaur, but I'm kind of put off by his like. And I don't expect him, you know, in Let's Go, I definitely wasn't expecting him to hop behind you like a frog. I always thought he was more but, meant to be like a big, boggy dinosaur. But that's what I love about him. See, we're going to look at stuff completely differently because I base what I like Pokemon on shit like that. And I love that Venusaur is like, I'm coming, guys. It's like. Hopping behind you, it's great. He's also my look- favorite final evolution of the starters, anyway. Spoiler alert. Yeah, he is art there, and it's like I would not expect him to hop behind you. No, no, but I wouldn't expect him to walk very fast either. Yeah, so I suppose they needed something to keep up with you. And he's called Root Root in the anime film, so I'm down with that. Uh, right, time to upset some people. What about Charmander? <laughs> Uh, I like Charmander. He's probably my favorite out of the that his line, but he's my yeah. least favorite of the Kanto stars. I my least favorite too, but that doesn't mean that I think he's a bad design. I think it's a no, really I, simple good design. I really like Charmander. What I don't like, and this is kind of not based on their looks, what I don't like is he just he's made like to Nintendo or. Game Freak have like a massive boner for Charizard, and they're like, he must be in everything. He got two well, Mega Evolutions, and we'll get to I that in I a don't... minute. We'll get to that in a minute because we can't forget the. Uh, I hate Charmander. Middle Child. Really, you hate it? And and mainly because when I was younger, I thought he was a little shit in the anime. Disliked no, him. I, I was like, come on, Charmander. A bit boring. I think he suffers from the middle Pokemon syndrome. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that, if I'm honest. I just don't really like the line, if I'm honest. Well, what about Charizard, then? You... I think he's a bit overrated. He's fine. Um, he's fine for what can... he is, but... I, just... I do agree that he's overrated, but I also can't help but think, you know what? I kind of do get it. I do kind of get it. It's a, It's a... It's a fire dragon. It's very like iconic. Yeah, I do get it. His shiny is pretty cool as well. However, I really liked his original. I'd have loved a purple Charizard. Yeah, but purple would have been cool. But but the black Charizard, it, it is everyone. Like whenever you see top ten shiny list, there's always a black shiny on there, isn't there? Because yeah, those are always the coolest. 
I don't mind Charizard, but yeah, it is a I, bit overrated and overused. I just think it's I just think it's overrated. And the fact like Pokemon Sword and Shield was such like was the biggest thing on on Switch when it came out, like in terms mm-hmm. of Pokemon. Um but then like the champion instead of like kind of pushing a new cool Pokemon like Dragapult, for example, or something like that, they're like, he's got Charizard. And you're kinda of like, uh, yeah, there's a, something else. I've heard a cool reason for that, but I don't want to go too much into it because it will take too much time. So I'll maybe bring it up another time. But there is an interesting reason for that that I heard. Um, all right. I didn't hear any of that. You kind of cut out, so that's going to be good. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, uh, w- well, we'll move. I love Little Squirtle. He's my, he is my yeah. second favourite. Like he's, go- he's a little goofball, isn't he? It's hard not to like Squirtle. It's hard not to like Squirtle. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. I thought you were basically saying it's hard <laughs> to like the little bastard. No! <laughs> I, love, I love Squirtle. Just, Squirtle was just up the... there. As... He's definitely up there as one of my favourites ever. He's just in the corner over there. Like, go over there. He's like, nah. <laughs> no, it's great. Yeah, no, I do like Squirtle. Yeah, nice and simple again. What about Wartortle? Yeah, again, he suffers for the same thing as Charmeleon and like quite a lot. It's kind of like the awkward middle child. I don't see that because I think there's enough difference between him and Black. There is, but not between him and Squirtle. It's just Squirtle with like a bigger tail and some little weird fins on his head. Yeah, I kind of see slightly that. bluer. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. I do like him. I, I do like him. What about Blastoise then? Yeah, well, he's objectively cool, isn't he? No one can really look at Blastoise and go, a massive turtle with like a tank and massive cannons on his back. That's just cool, isn't it? Yeah, but that's the same as, isn't <laughs> Yeah, but Charizard's overrated, so by proxy, I have to not like him. <laughs> I guess. You don't see as much of Blastoise, but I suppose. So. If I'm honest, I find, even though I think Bulbasaur's probably the one that gets the most hate, I feel like Blastoise is the one that people forget about the most out of the Gen 3 like, final ones. I think I know why that is. is because he's probably the worst. Yeah, he's got like a, a monotyping, isn't he? So he's not very good competitively. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Not as much of a good hidden ability. And he's got a cool name in the, the first Pokemon movie, let's face it. He does. I'm basically oh. wild. All right, what do you what about this little shit Caterpie? Why don't we just do it in the, the like the Pokemon lines? So like kind of let's talk about all of their line in like one. Okay. Go. Okay, that's um, fine. That might just be easier. So the Caterpie line, so it's Caterpie, Metapod, and Butterfree. Um Yeah. Yeah. So you're gonna say it because he's my, out of those in the Weedle line, it's my favourite bug line of the first gen. Mm. I think Butterfree's um, a bit overrated, personally. Now, see, I love Butterfree, but it didn't get a Mega. That made me sad. Yeah. And they gave it Gigant. It didn't. It's Gigantamax would have probably been its Mega, let's face it. Like, yeah, that's true. Um, I like the lines. I mean, if you think of them just like the look, I mean, Cappy is super cute. Um, mm-hmm. And Butterfree's yeah, a but- butterfly, isn't it? So it kind of does what it says on the tin. Um, yeah. So the reason people are going to engage so much with Butterfree is because of the anime. If you watched it when you were young, there's a really sad episode where Butterfree leaves and they play like really sad music over it. And 
that's why he's probably more overrated than Beedrill because you see in the anime Ash getting really sad because he's let his butterfree go. It's stage three or, you know, like stage two Pokemon you can get like really quickly as well, similar to uh, yeah. to Beedrill. So I think people are going to be pretty attached to it because of that. Yeah, but then at the same time, again, I think because they kind of outweigh it, it is probably when you're an, uh, an impressionable youngster like we mm-hmm. were because the games sort of came out around or the anime came out out around the same time as it didn't it a few maybe a year or so later i'm not really sure when it came out um mm. but it was more or less around the same time and they made caterpie like the good guy didn't they he was he was a good guy and then they had a yeah. whole episode <laughs> with beedrill and stuff being the bad guy so when you're an impressionable kid you're gonna be like fuck you beedrill you dick especially when the main character has a butterfree yeah exactly so um yeah, I, I like the line, but then saying again, I like the Weedle line as well, to be honest. I, I like the Weedle line. I like the Weedle line more than Cappy. Uh, really good, solid design. It's just flipping terrible, though. <laughs> yeah. I don't but- want to go too much into what they're like in battle. I want to try and stick mostly to design. I just have a horrible feeling I'm going to just say all of these are good, and the reason the first gen that i played you have a soft spot for all of them i'm like that but i can look at some of them objectively and be like no this kind of sucks yeah see i don't mind the beedrill line if anything i'd probably say i just never really used it when i was younger so i don't have any real connection with it but i think you could only get one in were they version exclusives Mm, not really but they were more one would be more common in the other version. And I think I had the one that Caterpie was more common. So as soon as I got Caterpie, I was like, well, I don't need another bug. So I feel like a lot of people might have been the same. Yeah. What about the old Pidgey line? Well, you know this. Again, actually to say it, Pidgeot's probably one of my favourite of the normal flying like bird Pokemon that you get near the beginning of the game. I fucking mm-hmm. love Pidgeot as a as a standing and i will always try if you if i have to have a flyer in the game mm-hmm. nine times out of ten if i can get a pidgey it's going in there i think design wise it's amazing and again i don't want to go too much into this detail but man is this line terrible to use in game oh it really is the thing is i actually don't think pidgey is anything to write home about like when you first look at pidgey it's kind of Eh. but as soon as you get to like Pidgeotto and then especially to Pidgeot you're like well hot damn let's get through the ugly duckling that is Pidgey and I think it's so cool Pidgeot is really cool it's it's and, it's something you don't hear a lot of people talk about Pidgeot but it is a really cool design but again I think that has to do with an age thing I think if you were if you're kind of our age you can even if you if you don't think Pidgeot's your favorite you can appreciate that it's a, a cool pokemon and that's the thing but then i imagine that there's like people who grew up with gen 4 they're like star raptor is the best ever and yeah, i can see probably. that but personally i think pidgeot for me in design outranks star raptor i think pidgeot is yeah. just so cool looking but then yeah. again i think that's also a bit to do with that like we didn't have to compare to all these other like bird like normal types because we had Pidgeot, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, so we maintain that high kind of expectation of it. 
I admit he's shit, but I... <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you can. And he's shiny. Shiny is. Cool. Shiny is pr- um, do you know what's not pretty cool though? Ratata. Yeah, Ratata and Ratata. I don't. I don't dislike them that much, but I'm not that bothered by them at all. Yeah, they're not going to be a Pokemon that I'm like. I'm getting one of those for my team. Yeah, my sister they're... used to. I mean, don't get me wrong, Hyperfang and stuff was great in the original things, but what do you Some think? Kind of do you think they got do you think they got better looking with Sun and Moon? Better looking? Uh I don't know. It's kinda so... hard with a Pokemon like Ratata and Raticate because I don't think the point is for them to be like good looking. Yeah, but I would objectively say um like the Persian from Sun and Moon is worse than than the Persian from the original. Oh, you mean the Alolan forms? Yeah, that's what I mean. Sorry. Oh. So people, so people no, who don't I know, obviously, guy who forgot. Um, <laughs> Sun from Sun and Moon so, and onwards, the Sun and Moon and Sword and Shield, they started doing region variants. So, like Pokemon, a few Pokemon from Gen One. They used a lot of Gen Ones, didn't they, in Sun and Moon? <laughs> It was only um, Gen 1s. Oh, okay, so yeah. only Gen 1s. And they re kind of, not remade them, but changed their art style and did a different variant of them. So they were different, like, typing. So as normal Rattatas, just normal type. Um, and then Sun and Moon Rattatas, dark and normal type. So to kind of, they gave the influence of Alola, which is like Hawaii, to those Pokemon to kind of just, I guess, to freshen them up a little bit. And it's a lot of Pokemon that are kind of, I would say people would kind of brush over in the earlier gens so they've kind of tried to give them something else yeah i guess so i never thought about through some of them if you look through some of them they're kind of the boring like normal types or like the poison type you'd never really use and stuff like that Um, well there's a particular one of my favorites that you said that about so we'll get to that yeah so um but no rack eight i think i like his um gen one design he's just a little rat isn't he it's yeah, really it's simple just... design, isn't it? It's not like newer Pokemon where like they could they have a rat they would over design it. It's just yeah, look, it's fine. Yeah. Um what about moving on, we have Spiro and Oh Spiro and Fero. Eh, I don't really like them. Yeah, I'm not too bothered by them. Like they're alright, but they don't have but... the elegance of something like Pidgeot. Yeah, I completely forgot about them. That's how I'm saying I said there's only one flight normal flying type in this gen, and there's Spiro and Fero. Yeah. Just yeah. shows you how prefer, much I care about them. I prefer using these, but design-wise, man, the Pidgeot just has it like over over Fero. Oh yeah, Fero is a much better flying type, like in game-wise, in terms of battle prowess. But Pidgeot just looks cooler. Yeah. Um, Next up are a couple of Pokemon that are, I think, kind of forgotten about of recent years. Ekans and Arbok. Yeah, I, I kind of like the snake Pokemon get that as well, because Surviper's kind of forgotten about as well. Like, I wouldn't really think of Surviper the same. Yeah. But I, I like Ekans and Arbok's design. Again, they're very simple, and you'll get that a lot with Gen 1. Like, they're just a snake, and one is just a cobra. Um, yeah. They're just different kinds of snakes, but... I like them, and I think again the reason I like them is because the the anime the bad guys had uh, an Ekans that evolved into an Arbok, didn't they? Yeah. But it they were goofy, um, 
And I yeah. yeah, I like it. I mean, they're terrible. And I would never use one in the game, but um, yeah, I think they're they're nice, simple designs. You know what they are. I kind of yeah, our box kind of cool. I quite like it, but it's not like amazing. Um, all right, we've got a couple of big ones now because we've got Pikachu and we've got Raichu. Well, this is probably the one you thought I'd say is my favorite of the generation because Raichu probably yeah. is joint with um, Bulbasaur, my favorite. I. I love Raichu, and I even bred one to be all competitive in the later generations. Mm-hmm. I feel with Pikachu and Raichu, it's very much one or the other. You either love Pikachu and you don't care about Raichu, or you love Raichu and you don't care about Pikachu. The thing is, Pikachu is such a huge icon, isn't it? It's the mascot yeah. for Pokemon. So if you don't, even if you don't really know Pokemon, you probably know Pikachu. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> And then every generation on kind of has their own version of Pikachu. Um, Do you know the thing I find as well? Here's the thing about Pikachu, right? If you don't know about Pokemon, but you recognize Pikachu, most people like that will go, oh, I love Pikachu. Because that's the only bit of like thing they could recognize from it. And I think that makes a lot of fans of Pokemon go, oh man, I'm not really too keen on Pikachu. Yeah. But at the same time, I also love Pikachu, and again, it's because I grew up with the anime, and he is mm-hmm. bloody hilarious in the anime. Do you know the other thing about Pikachu is I think this is a perfect like design for a franchise like this to to be aimed at both like boys and girls because Pikachu kind of has like a bit of everything. It's very recognizable. Yeah, it's very much for boys as much as it is for girls. It can be cute. It can be cool. It can be silly. Yeah, and at the same time, like it, it's based on a mouse, isn't it? Which you can kind mm-hmm. of see, but unlike Raticate and, and Ratata, where they are just gross little rats and they yeah. don't look super appealing, Pikachu, even though it's a mouse, is still like super cute. It's almost like a hamster. It's not a hamster, yeah. it's just a mouse, but it's got that cuteness where boys and girls love hamsters, don't they? So <laughs> every boy and girl loves hamsters. They do. Come on. I mean, I've still up? got. I've still got one, and she is adorable. I do like Raichu, though. I will I say, like, Pikachu is a great design. I do like Raichu, and I can't decide whether I like it more. I definitely do. Raichu is my favourite, but and this is where we will split. I prefer normal Raichu over Alolan Raichu, but I know you really I, like Alolan Raichu. I love Alolan Raichu. It might be one of my favourite, if not my favourite, Alolan Pokemon, or Alolan form. But I think the reason I don't like right, the Alolan Raichu is, again, the whole thing, like, for me, the concept, Pikachu is the really cute one, where if yeah. you want to, it will always be a Pikachu. But for those who are not a huge fan of Pikachu, you can, like, not force it to evolve, but you have to use a stone to evolve it. It doesn't just evolve naturally. So you have to yeah. choose. You have to make that conscious decision, I want this to be a Raichu. Yeah, and yeah. then it kind of goes to that little cool, like, badass kind of, it looks stronger. And what I don't like about the Lowland Raichu is it goes back to just being cutesy like Pikachu, but that's what I think kind of does it. It's Raichu is not as cute. I mean, he's cute, but he's got that kind of fierce kind of, he's now like got jaggedy ears a little bit and like his tail's a lot more like lightning bolty. It's um, not as cute as Pikachu. I agree. No, exactly. It's kind of grown up and not, but then Alolan Raichu just kind of stays cute. <laughs> Yeah, I see that, but it is. It is pretty cute. I will admit, I don't <laughs> dislike it. But for me, 
I think it it doesn't do any. For, I would rather have a regular Raichu. Yeah, fair enough. What about Sandshrew and Sandslash? I feel they are so underrated and are just I, I left too. by the wayside. Yeah, I bloody love Sandshrew and Sandslash. I really like Sandshrew. I think Sandshrew I mean, is they're... a really solid, good design. And so does Sandslash. To be fair, that this mm-hmm. this is the thing I think we're going to get the Pokemon. Pool Gen One, a lot of them are very simple designs, um, mm-hmm. and like even as we get later on, like the really strong like dragons and stuff, they're still pretty simple, but they're just cool. There's another thing, and that a lot of the later generations don't do, and this fits in perfectly. Next line, um, the Nido Queen line, um, which I really like. I love this line. I. Yeah, I, well, why don't we just say we'll pair it the Nidder Queen and the Nidder King line? King. Uh-huh. Because they're the yeah, same. Because... They're like the female and male variant. Yeah, and what I want to say actually applies to both. They're kind of like a bit ambiguous on what they are. Yeah. Um, I think Nidoran male like a rabbit, and then Nidoran female is like, I don't know, a guinea pig or something. But it's not. <laughs> But it's not super obviously a rabbit or whatever, you know. They, especially when they evolve, looking, they're just kind of big, tough-looking monsters, and I like that. And they do the process. That's the thing. They do with the same thing that the starters do. They start off cute, and you're like, these things. Like when you start, you're like, oh, I want to get that. That's really cute. And then, kind of, as you journey, you get stronger. You start seeing like stronger pokemon and Mm -hmm. when as they evolve again they start looking stronger they don't just yeah they still and they go from looking cute to looking cool and then you're like well this is what i want it's super badass and especially nidder king over nidder queen and i feel people would probably say is the cooler looking one Mm -hmm. um but yeah i just i think they're both really solid yeah they are more like popular designs i'd say from uh from Gen 1. Yeah. Next is Clefairy and Clefable. Um, yeah, I could take them or leave them. <laughs> what, would you have been happy if Clefairy had maintained as the mascot of Pokemon? Uh, I, don't think think would have made... known, I don't think we'd have known any different. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> but that's Clefairy... But that's just how things go, don't they? They sometimes you'd want something to be the the thing and it turns out that that's not it and like the goofy one is the like in like films and tv programs and stuff a certain character they try to write them to be like the mascot like this is what we're selling on this person is cool but then you're like oh actually that that dude that just fell over he's my favorite and then it becomes like a meme in this generation and then it just that's what i find and that's what thing with clefairy clefairy is cute but I think mm-hmm. they were trying to seriously make it cute. Whereas also Clefairy, if you're a young boy at this age, you're going to look at Clefairy and be like, that's a girl Pokemon. It doesn't have that middling ground that we said. Yeah. I know when I was a kid, I'd look to that and what the fuck is that? I'm not touching that with a 60 foot barge pole. Yeah, I, I was bothered by it. With my it, wasn't cool. it wasn't cool. And speaking of cool, what about what do you think about Nine Tails and Vulpix? I am um, see. I'm not. A, 
this is the thing. I am not a massive fan of Vulpix and Ninetales. I like them, but mm-hmm. because of that generation, obviously they had another two-stage fire type, which we get to sooner, which I like a hell of a lot more than this one. It was it was definitely it was meant to be for counterpart, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I like that one a lot more than this one. I like that one too, but man, like Vulpix and Ninetales are really special to me. Like I Vulpix really like both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I really think and I think Ninetales is kind of elegant. It is one of those where when it evolves it like it's one of those things where it matures kind of it's cute when you get it but as it evolves it becomes more like be- more beautiful than cute um and kind of and holds itself differently so yeah whereas the next one just isn't <laughs> jigglypuff and there i think jigglypuff is cute I just, I'm not a huge fan of Wigglytuff. I could take it or leave it. It's, I don't know if it brings very much to the table to make you yeah. think. Like Jigglypuff is fine. I look at it, I'm like, oh, it's cute. And I'm like, oh, it's kind of just the same. Yeah, it's just got ears now, like bigger ones. Bigger ears and it's a slightly bigger body, but yeah. I, I always thought these guys became fairy type, but no, they're, they're still pure normal type. No, they're not. Yeah, weird. I've got an updated list here, and they're normal and fairy. Are they? Yeah, normal and fairy. Oh, they are. Oh, yeah. I'm on, <laughs> I'm on, I'm on, I'm on Bulbapedia. Yeah, so am I, but I didn't see the uh, the fairy typing under the name. Oh, I'm just on anyway. the list of the Pokedex. Is that what you're on? Uh, no, I'm going through them so I can see them. Oh, but, I'm not on the list. They've still got like, little pictures, but I just know Gen 1 so much that I can kind of visualize them. Yeah, that's true. What about uh, the Zubat line? I think it gets a lot of hate. Like the first two, yeah. anyway, get such a lot of hate. But that's because yeah. they're they're one of those kind of like pest Pokemon where you'll encounter if you go into a cave, you're gonna encounter a Zubat. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter, and they they've got such a big encounter rate that yeah. people are just sick of them. But with a little bit of love, they become a super awesome Pokemon. That's one of my really favorites did. of Gen two. <laughs> So much it's a, so lo- I... Sorry, it's a lot of people's favorite Pokemon, and it weirds me out that people still have so much hate over Zubat because it's like, well, guys, you know, Crobat is a thing, right? Yeah, and that's the thing. I love Zubat because as soon as I get in a game and they're like, oh, people are like, oh, not another Zubat. Like in, in like Nuzlocks, for example, which are where if you, as we've explained previously, you can only get the first Pokemon of a route. If Zubat became that Pokemon, I'd be happy because you have to evolve yeah, it into it. a Golbat and then just make it a little bit happy and it becomes a super good Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And it's I, so cool. Yeah, I think these two are pretty underrated, like you said. I like them a lot. And I um, oh, I worked yeah. so hard to get a shiny version of Crobat as well. Like It took me so many hatch hatchings of Zubats. Yeah. What do you think about the Vile Plume line? They're my... F- in- I like them. I really like the Vileplume line over the uh, Bellsprout line. Yeah, I think I like them over over Bellsprout too. I feel like potentially if you're in the same kind of like uh, not zeitgeist, that's not the word. If you're in the same kind of like area we are in terms of the games we like and stuff and our age group and stuff, you'll probably have seen like it's probably got a lot more hype than anything if you're a big like pro jared fan for example or you're in the pokemon community because he did a nuzlocke where a via plume was like his greatest thing and he really played off of it being this super awesome thing and i think that kind of 
in this sort of series in like pokey tubers i hate that term but it's a thing they've obviously <laughs> picked up on that as well and people have passed mm-hmm. it around and like it's got more popular because of stuff like that yeah um anyway i just i think oddish is pretty cute i'm not a massive fan of gloom but i do really like via plume's design the thing as well about it is that it's kind of like a budget venusaur isn't it oh it is yeah but also so you kind did of like pick... a... sorry go on. No, no no i was just gonna say it's also i'd say it's kind of more like a almost like a girly version of venusaur that sounds really sexist but um yeah i kind of like... see that but it is like a budget venusaur if you didn't get a venusaur at the beginning you could probably get via plume and you'd be all right yeah 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 um, ugh, here's two Pokemon I don't really care much for Paris and Parasect do, do even Game Freak really care about Paris and Parasect I don't know they just kind of, they're one of those fair. unfortunate Pokemon that just exist and yeah. just don't have anything like going for them but it's the same thing I think in terms of like the competitive scene because that's what a big part of the scene is now in Pokemon you like you go through your journey you Nuzlocke or you breed Pokemon it's kind of the end game sort of thing with Pokemon. Um, and the, I think the next two jet lines, Paris and the next one afterwards, the next line afterwards, kind of fall into the same thing where they're arguably not great at either nuzlocking or sort of um, competitive. There's always like something better than them. So they've kind of fell at the wayside. Yeah. The other, the other one being Venomoth in this case. Yeah, and I friggin' love Venomoth. We just skip Parasect, it's shit. No one cares. I think Venomoth um, is definitely cooler. It's yeah, I Venomoth. think it is cooler. But again, it falls into that line of um, that there's just stuff. There's so many. If you want a bug or a poison type, there's so many better ones out there now mm-hmm. um, that you just wouldn't use this. And in Gen 1, uh, showing my age, bug type was awful. Yeah, it really was. Like you would not want one. There's not and a again, lot of interesting will... combinations in Gen One, particularly with like but, the bug types. But it's because half the game was broken. But that's like another story. Um, yeah. But that's probably why growing up, that I think Venomoth is cool. But I probably would never have one on my team because growing up, I knew how bad they were, and it kind of dissuaded uh-huh. me. No matter how cool it looks, if it's not going to help me in a fight, I'm not going to bring it. There's no point. Yeah, that's true. Look what's uh, next. This is this little bug. Okay, I take it back. This is my favourite. <laughs> Diglett. Diglett. He's arguably the best designed Pokemon ever. It's just... Look at him. But he's cute. I think the big thing about Diglett and Doug Trio, for that matter, is like... And I know everyone says it. I know it's the typical thing to say. But it's like, what is it? Fucking what does it cute look is like? what it is. I know it's meant to be like a whack-a-mole kind of thing. I get what it's meant to be, but we it's still just, don't know adorable. what it looks like. That's what it looks it's like. It's, it's pretty cute. And when it's cold, its nose goes blue. Have you noticed that with Doug Trio, they don't make it angry anymore? Yeah, because they're so goofy looking. Yeah, I guess so. I love their little animations really... as well. Wiggling about. Yeah, they're so silly, but so good. I don't like the Alolan form because I don't like the hair. No, I'm not too keen on that. Um, but regular Diglett is so good. Like, I do you hands... think, right? 
Do you think that Diglett and Dugtrio fit in the camp of Pokemon that are like too much of a silly design along the lines of something like Clefki and Vanillish? Hell no. Diglett is the best. I'm not saying that Diglett is a bad design and those are two Pokemon that I actually both really like. But if you think about it, it kind of is like one of those designs where... Yeah, but you know that it will never get classed as that because people like this a lot. Like Diglett is arguably a really popular Pokemon, no matter Mm -hmm. how you look at it. And that's what annoys me. Like, I'm a big fan of Clefki. I'm a big fan of like Sinisty. And I am quite a big fan of those kind of Pokemon that people arguably think because it doesn't it looks like a household object that also makes it shit and it's an awful design and it shouldn't be Mm -hmm. a pokemon but i like that idea like the reason sinistee for example is a teapot is because a ghost inhabiting a teapot the pokemon is not the teapot yeah yeah i like those kind of things i don't have a defense but i'm just saying i don't think he's actually the keys i think it steals keys yeah, but maybe but, like way later in the future we'll do like Gen Six and we can uh, talk about it there. Yeah, if well, if you like this and you're not sleeping already, let us know and we'll um we can do the others if it's something you're interested. In. But like I said, always comment on when we upload it to the picture that I that all the posts I do on Instagram. Um, on there there goes a big one. Just plugging it. <laughs> what do you think about Meowth and Persian? Yeah, they're all right. They're um, I mean, I think if they were, if Meowth wasn't such a huge thing in the anime, again, I'm I'm bringing it up because it, it's quite crucial to Gen One anyway. Um, mm-hmm. If if Meowth wasn't such a big part of the anime, I mean, it was a talking, it talked in the the anime and was like one of the main villains that turned up in every episode in it. Like there was a goofy sidekick to them and stuff. I think it would fall into obscurity, but because of the anime, I have a soft spot for Meowth because I do like him in the anime yeah because it has a personality do you know what i mean like they gave me out for personality i mean they did with all the pokemon but they could give it like a a proper like almost human personality because it Mm -hmm. could talk yeah and i think the problem with that though is that it makes me out much more of a spotlight than persian yeah and the other thing i think is weird it's one of the only pokemon that's got like two different like two different like region variants yeah <laughs> like weirdly they just gave it a second one in sword and shield yeah i wonder if that's going to become like a running thing if they do more regional variants Meowth maybe just gets one for every game maybe. and actually in real world concepts that would make sense because loads of like yeah. cats like the different variants of cats aren't there yeah yeah that kind of what i always think about whenever it's like or another cat so long as it's somewhat a bit different then yeah. i don't mind because there are so many breeds of like dogs and cats so why not like, have like different versions Growler, of for example is kind of a, a dog is like kind of loosely based on a dog mm-hmm. which i'm fine with but then i'm fine with uh boltund for example yeah being being a dog because it's like completely different yeah exactly i don't look at it and i go oh it's just another growlith it's it is different and that's like what and that's not what I do when I look at Pokemon. I don't look at them and be like, oh, it's just another mouse. Oh, it's just another thing. I don't look at it like that. I look at the Pokemon for what it is. And I'm like, that looks pretty cool. Like, there's arguably some really underrated, like, Pikachu clones, as it mm. were. Yeah. And I think that they look different enough that they they deserve it. Like, Toga Damaru looks completely different to, to Pikachu. Yeah, yeah. 
if it's on Psyduck and Golduck? I think it falls into the same camp as Meowth. Um, it was a goofy psychic in the anime, yeah. and I think if it wasn't, it probably would be forgotten into the annals of time, just like Paris. <laughs> yeah, and again, Psyduck kind of makes Golduck a bit less impressive, I feel. I always forget that there's Golduck, if I'm honest. <laughs> you think Psyduck just stays Psyduck forever? Yeah, and again, this is the thing, it's going to also bring a, a whole new like group of people into it because Psyduck played quite a pivotal psychic role in the live action film, didn't it? Oh yeah, it did. Yeah. So it's kind of, they're almost doing like Pikachu was the mascot for the guy. And obviously Misty had a Psyduck. And then obviously the girl in that one, they gave her a Psyduck as well for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. That. It's like weird. Psyduck. It's weird how there were just certain Pokemon that kind of stick with you, even if they aren't like fully evolved, like Psyduck and Meowth. But I think because Psyduck's so iconic with his headache and Misty abusing him through the whole <laughs> of the anime, because that's what she did, let's face it. Yeah, um, I guess so. I think he'd be forgettable, which kind of the same with Jigglypuff, because Jigglypuff had quite a pivotal role in the anime where it just sang to everyone and then got angry and drew on their faces. Mm-hmm. Potentially that's why I look at Jigglypuff more than Clefairy and Clefable, because again, it played quite a big part in the anime, it had a bit of comic yeah. relief in it. And... um yeah, that's kind of where I'm getting with how I how they impact me sort of in game or potentially if I didn't use it in the game, sort of the anime or culture at the moment kind of brings them up. Yeah. Next up is Mankey and Primate. Uh, one of my favourite fighting types, actually. Really? Yeah, I really like Primate. I think he's really underrated. Mm, I'm not that big on it, if I'm honest. Nothing wrong with it. I'm just not too bothered by it. I think with all kind of like the fighting types that we've had in in the games, I think it's a solid one. Like sock and throw, I could really couldn't give a shit about. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of any others. Like I'm not huge on Riolu and Lucario. I mean, I can appreciate that that it's cool, but um, mm. it's not really my. You would take but... you would take something like Primeape over Lucario. Oh, I definitely would. If someone said you can have a Lucario or Primeape, I'm stealing that for a little bugger and putting them in my bag. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, just not um, a huge fan of Lucario, but he's not in this generation, so who's that? Yeah. Well, you kind of mentioned before how you quite like Growlithe and Arcanine, so they're next. Well, yeah, there's not much to say. I just I think in terms of the two-stage fire types, it's actually probably not my most favourite two-stage fire type of Gen 1, and I, mm-hmm. you'll know why as we get later down, but I, I think it's a solid, it's a solid Pokemon. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's I'm like you know i can't can't argue with that it is a big dog and it is kind of cool so yeah yeah it's a little it, uh, it's my job uh what about the pollies ending with polyrath i i like them i think they're um they're unique enough but they're not too over designed i think i just yeah really... they're, I think they're simple designs from the kind of middle stage pokemon because he is just Poliwag with arms and no tail. <laughs> See, I would argue, though, that the problem comes in Poliwrath, though, because it's not that much different. But then they kind of righted that, didn't they, with Politoed? Yeah, um, that's true. But I like it. I mean, I bred a competitive one in X and Y, so that just says it, doesn't it? I like it. I took time to make one competitive 
competitive online. I like how they're frogs, but they took a really weird frog or tadpole design, and they're not obviously frogs either. Yeah, like people are like, oh, it's because like of hypnocode. I'm like, nope, that's its inside, mate. That's not. Yeah, that's his veins. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. So that's his intestines, isn't it? I believe. Yeah. What about the Abra right. line? Oh, the most broken line from the original games. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't mind. Right. Yeah. Um, weirdly enough, I kind of think I like Abra the most out of all of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of... Um, what was it? There was a lot of controversy around Kadabra at one point, wasn't there? Lawsuits <laughs> and, and the such. Yeah, um, because of Yuri Geller, was that his name? I can't remember. Yeah, but I know psychic. what you're talking about. Um, yeah, I think I think they're fine. I mean, I um, I again bred a competitive one just because of its mega and named it Spoonman. So yeah, it says that I I liked it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I like them fine. Nothing nothing wrong with them. Uh, next is the Machamp line. So I'm not too bothered about these guys. Oh, I actually really like them. Actually, I've I think they're well designed. Over the past few years. Yeah, I think they're very well de- designed. But for me, like I said, I think there's just other fighting types that I like more than them um so they're just kind of there like uh, the the free stage fighting type i like more than them is the conkelder line yeah uh, but i can appreciate why people like them probably for the same reason i like the conkelder line they're the they're the sort of pokemon for me personally that when i think of a fighting type i think of this and not yeah. because it's one of my more favorite ones it's just it ex- the type you know oh it definitely does um, and again, that's like what I said about in later generations. That's probably what Conkelder will do for people of that kind of age that they played it. If you think of a fighting type, you're going to think of them, and rightfully so, because both of them kind of exude their fighting type, don't they? Yeah. And you if you played Pokémon, you played Pokémon as well. Man, Machamp is a beast in that. Oh yeah, and the Mega, not the Mega, the um, the Gigantamax form of Machamp Gigantamax. is pretty fucking cool. So yeah. Also, yeah, yeah. what I liked about these these ones is they teach you or kind of implement the aspect of it is a single-player game, but that to collect them all, your friends will trade and stuff with you, and it kind of adds like the trading mechanic in that you uh, um, you can trade with your friends and it will get stronger. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice way of doing it. Um, next is Victory Bell. Victory um, Bell line. I'm not too bothered about this line. No, same, to be honest. No. I, I think it's all right. I mean, you can see what it is. And like I said, it's got a fairly simple design. Uh-huh. Um, I would say it's, it's probably what... Like... I think it's probably more likable than some of the other ones we've had in later gens. Um, but yeah. it's, it's not... It's not. I wouldn't go out of my way to, to get one. I'd much rather have the Viaplume line if I was going to have one. Yeah, it kind of... It almost... It's a step away from that trend that they do in the games of just being another flower Pokemon. It's like, oh, okay. yeah, pretty much. And they've had a few in gen one, but yeah. um, I think these ones are the, probably the less egregious ones. They're not just like a f- walking sunflower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. We got tentacle and tentacle. I, I really like these guys. Yeah. The Zubats of the sea. Yeah. I, these guys are <laughs> really good. I love I love Tentacruel's design. Tentacruel, um, um, I could take it or leave it, but knowing that it will evolve into a Tentacruel, I'm like, I'm down for that. 
Yeah, tentacles really fucking cool. And his shiny, I just want to say his shiny is great. His shiny is really good. Didn't I get you one? I got two, didn't I? You did, you gave me one. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, share sharing the love. Yeah. Um, next is the Geodude line or the Golem line. Um I kind of again forget Golem's a thing. I do too. Like I always I remember go, go uh, Geodude and Graveler because they're all over the place, but I always forget about poor little Golem. It's a bit of a forgettable Pokemon, to be honest. And I just think it's also its alone design really makes it worse. Yeah, I kind of like the idea of a Pokemon having a rail cannon on her back, but it kind of does look a bit dumpy and dumb. Yeah. Overall, I think they're they're fine. I mean, they're following kind of the simple design, don't they, of Gen. But this is maybe this is the thing. Here we go. This kind of Golem's actually quite a good example of it. Mm-hmm. Geodude, Graveler, and Golem from Gen 1. Fairly simple designs. Golem from Gen for the Alolan Golem it seems really heavily over designed. Let's just yeah, it does have a lot back. It. Chuck a load of black spikes on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm not a massive fan. Yeah. You can maybe say the same thing for the uh, Ponyta and Rapidash line then with their Galarian forms. I would, but that's because they are my favorite fire type of Gen One. Yeah, I know you love Rapidash. I, that much that I've done, I did a whole solo Rapidash run in <laughs> Platinum. Yeah, I definitely prefer their original designs to the Galarian designs. And their shiny is probably one of my favourite because it uses mm. the concept of like blue fire and it just sells it. Yeah, and black smoke for Rapidash is really cool. Yeah, it's so good. But one thing I will say though is that there's not a whole lot of difference between Rapidash and Ponyta. No, I would agree with that. There, it's just a bigger horse, isn't it? One's a pony, one's a horse. That's pretty much all it is. And Rapidash um, gets a horn on its head, but that's but kind of it. I um, I don't know. I I love the design. I think it's just because it was the gen. I can see in later generations people looking at me and like, oh, it's pretty boring. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I think it's for cool. me. I think it is. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. Had one of my favorite episodes in the Pokemon anime, even though it's considered probably one of like the worst nowadays. Is it? Yeah, actually, everyone hates that episode. Yeah, I don't know that. You know the you know the videotape I had where I had the the fifth gym battle, did the race, and then the Kangaskhan kid. Mm-hmm. I've recently found out those three episodes are like considered some of the worst. Wow, really? <laughs> They're the of... ones I watched the most. <laughs> <laughs> wow, weird. All right, Anywho, what about Slowpoke line? Slowpoke line. Um, I love Slowpoke. Well, not Slowpoke so much. I love Slowbro. I'm just a bit impartial to them, to be honest. Yeah, I am. Um, I like the concept. I think there could have been something different, whereas obviously the, the shell on the Slowbro is meant to be like a shoulder, like attaching to it. Yeah, but they didn't do anything with that, did they? Like, it would have been cool if, like, you caught you had to have like a shelter in your party when it evolved. Or I feel like if they had made this line in, in any of the later games, that would have been the case. Yeah, probably. Um, I like the designs. I I don't think there's anything offensive about them, and they and we've got to advocate for not cutting their tails and eating them. They're one of those Pokemon that is like got a very weird generic design, but it's not super obvious. And they're super stupid. Yeah. Um, next up is Magnemite and Magneton. 
Uh, I like them. Yeah, I um, yeah, not I so much. I'm not a big as big a fan of Magneton than some because it is just mm-hmm. three Magnemites stuck together. Um, yeah, the same I... as Diglett, but I because I love Diglett so much, I dug trios. When there's three of them, anyway. you're like, oh man, <laughs> the greatness. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the Magnemite's fine. I think he's a. It's different to a lot of the Pokemon in this. It's more man-made almost, isn't it? As to some mm-hmm. of the other ones. Um, yeah. And I, I do like the design. I, I would say I'm not a huge fan of what it becomes later on. I'm not a massive fan of Magna Zone, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I think they're all right. They're, they're a yeah, decent yeah. electric steel type. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you want to just do just a couple more because otherwise this, uh, this episode is going to be real long. Oh God! It is that how long it's been? Yeah, there, I told you there's let's, a lot of these these bugs. Right, let's just let's speed. Okay, far fetched. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. I like the <laughs> Galarian version a bit better. <laughs> this is how we're going. I'm just saying, we're doing speed run. All right. Oh, speaking of speed, Dodrio. I love Dodrio. Probably want a, a really good flying type. Like it very much. Though it doesn't. Have yeah. Wings. I, anyway, I love Dodrio. Seal and Dugong. Bit boring because it's literally just a seal, but yeah, and Dugong doesn't get anything like interesting about it at all. It's yeah, just it's really just boring. a bigger seal. <laughs> Grimer and Muck. Eh, eh, I'm not that bothered about. Kind of a save of Seal and Dugong. It's just a piece of yeah. slime, then a bigger piece of slime. Yeah, pretty so... much. Uh, then it's Cloyster. Really like Cloyster. I think it's a really cool. Yeah, design. so do I. Um, yeah, really menacing. Cool. And when it first came mm-hmm. out, it made me think that maybe it did something with the ghastly line because the inside kind of looks like a ghastly. Yeah, yeah, it does. Which, speaking of which, we have the ghastly line. Yeah, I like them. I think as a ghost type, they're a little bit overrated. I think there's more better ghosts now. But in terms of this is what we got, I think they're pretty badass. Mm-hmm. Do you prefer Haunter or Gengar? Uh, I prefer Gengar. Ah, see, I'm more of a haunter guy, but that's just me. Actually, I'm more of a ghastly guy. Oh, fair enough. Mm -hmm. Throwing out a curveball. Um, What about Onyx? (laughs) Really boring in Gen 1. It's just a rock rock snake. I hear some people say Onyx is their favourite design. Really? Okay. But again, if I looked at snake Pokemon, I'd prefer Ekans and Arbok, because there's something good there. Anyway, yeah, yeah, so they're they're a bit bit meh. Drowsy and Hypno? Um... I could take them or leave them. I'm not that bothered by them, but they've had a really bad rap because of their um, questionable dex entries. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of them, if I'm honest. I just wouldn't put any kids near them. Nope. Uh, Krabby and Kingler. See, I really like these, but they do fall into the same idea of Muck and Dugong. Yeah, unfortunately. Kingler, I think, is a cool design. I think Krabby's a bit different. They like cookies. <laughs> eh, they're just Pokeballs, aren't they? Yeah, this is one of those ones where I think you could look back at this generation <laughs> kind of suck. <laughs> yeah, definitely, I don't want to play yeah. But then there are, their idea is cool in the game because you pick up items that look like Pokeballs, but surprise, it's actually a Voltorb. It's a mimic from like RPGs and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Uh, execute and Executor. I, like I really like yeah. Executor. 
I do too. I and I think cool. executes a unique design. I like the idea of like what well, people think they're eggs, but I like the idea of t- tons Ready of really seeds. pissed off seeds. <laughs> they are angry, probably because <laughs> one of them is like half dead in the back. Yeah, but I like them, and I also like the Alolan form. It, it's cool. Mm-hmm. It's like a palm tree. Yeah. Uh, Cubo and Malwak. I think are really cool designs, but again, kind of fall into the dugong um, and that kind of thing, where Cubo is just a smaller version of Marowak. Yeah, Marowak's just a little bit too boring. The only reason I think it gets more as much credit as it does is because the whole story where Cubone wears the skull of its dead mum, so that's pretty tragic. Yeah, and then you meet the ghost of Marowak or whatever. Yeah, so that's the only reason I think it's got as much hype as it does. Uh, I'll count. I'll count these next two ones together. Then hit on Chan and hit on Lee. Like them both, but I think Chan is probably my favourite. I used to always like Hitmon Lee more, but I'm, I'm Hitmon Chan is growing on me. I like the idea of a boxing Pokemon. Like I just like the idea of it. I think it's cool. Mm-hmm. I think its design I, is just a bit much, though. Personally, oh, a, a little bit, yeah, like his little skirt. But um, yeah, I like it. I, I like the design. Yeah. Next is Licky Tongue. Yeah, forget that's a Pokemon. Yeah, same. <laughs> Just a thing with a just a pink blob with a giant tongue. Yeah, it's like a weird lizard thing. I don't know. I'm not that bothered by it. Yeah, it's all right. It's not harming anyone, is it? Yeah. Coughing and wheezing. Uh, I think they're okay, but again, I think they would just fade into obscurity if, like, they weren't a main villain in the anime. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely agree. Not that bothered by them personally. Uh, Rhyhorn and Rhydon. Uh, I like them both. I think it's cool. Obviously, growing up, it's cool now to think the Rhydon was the first designed Pokemon ever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I like I like Rhydon's design, and I think it changes enough that Rhyhorn is cool in its own right as well. Yeah, I agree. It doesn't have a problem of like just getting bigger. It's uh, they're very distinct from me. Very cool, and yeah, I like them both. Uh, Chansey. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, that's all right. The egg thing kind of weirds me out. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. It I don't like the idea that if you took the egg out, it would just have this upon its belly. No, because then it will regrow it. it. Soft boils, it eats that egg, and then another one just pops up. <laughs> like instantly. It's like a little egg dispenser. That's terrifying. Tangler. I, I really like its design, but it's pretty shit, so. Yeah, it's a funny, goofy design, but also kind of forgettable. So I don't really care much for it. Uh, Kangaskhan. Uh, yeah, I like Kangaskhan. I um, yeah. It's the idea of a kangaroo, isn't it, kind of thing. Um, yeah, and it kind of fits in with the other Gen One Pokemon, where it's meant to be a kangaroo, but it's also just a big dinosaur monster thing. <laughs> it's just weird that the little baby Kangaskhan is not like has not been made into like a baby Pokemon yet. It's all. It's never its own thing. Yeah, you would have figured that would have been the first baby Pokemon they did. Because when Kangaskhan comes out of an egg, it comes out with a baby. Yeah, <laughs> that is weird. That is really weird. We'll put um, these four together because they're kind of but all four are a little bit generic. So that's Horsey, Sea and Sea King. Yeah, they're all kind of generic, isn't it? Two seahorses, one gets slightly bigger, same goldfish and another bigger goldfish. <laughs> I think Horsey and Cedra have a bit more of an edge because of Kingdra, but... Yeah, but if we're looking at them just by this, though, they're pretty meh. Definitely. How about Staryu and Starmie, then? I really like Starmie as a water type. Mm. Yeah, I One of my favourite Gen 1s of water types. It's one of those weird Pokemon that doesn't have a face, but it kind of works. 
Yeah, it just made a horrible noise in the anime. I can't imagine either of them with like a weird like smiley face or something. I know. Right? Speaking speaking of a smiley faces, what about Mr. Mime? Doesn't exist. Let's move on. I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of Mr. Mime. Like, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't exist. Yeah. What about Cipher? Badass. Probably one of the most like anti-heroist badass Pokemon that there were when it first came out. It's cool, but I always thought the dinosaur head thing was kind of weird. It's not bugging enough for me. Yeah, I, I really like it. I like it fine, yeah. But what about Jinx? We don't talk about Jinx. I don't like Jinx either. Jinx and Mr. <laughs> Mime both have the same problem. They're too humanoid. And I don't like it. Yeah, we don't talk about them. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> what about Electabuzz? I'm, see, I'm not a huge fan of it. Let's rank Electabuzz and Magmar together. I'm not mm-hmm. a huge fan of either of them, if I'm honest. But Electabuzz gets a a really cool, like, evolution, whereas I don't think Magma gets anything great. I don't mind Magmorta, but Electrify definitely wins over either of them. So, yeah, I guess Electabuzz is a bit cooler. What about Pinsir? I like Pinsir. I think it's very overly aggressive to be a Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) I Um, guess, yeah. I like it, but it's kind of one of those that just fades into obscurity as well, doesn't it? Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Uh, what about Taurus? I really like Taurus. I like Taurus, but I kind of feel like he's got the same problem as Pinsir. It's just a bit, like, obscure. Yeah, yeah definitely. There's not a lot going on. Oh, next is Magikarp and Gyarados. Uh, I, I've liked Magikarp because I just think it's a little goofball, but Gyarados <laughs> is arguably probably considered one of the cooler Gen 1 Pokemon. Like objectively, uh, it's it's, cool. h- it's hard to deny that it is really cool and really fucking terrifying and strong. And and the cool thing is, it makes you kind of feel like it's worth it because it was such a cool mon- uh, Pokemon that you had to really work to evolve it to a magic from a Magikarp because Magikarp yeah. is useless. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So it's nice to get payoff for that work. What about Lapras? I like Lapras because it's kind of like a Loch Ness monster, isn't it? Kind of. Yeah, it's another one of those designs that. Like odd, but, but it's it more dinosaur. You can kind of see it's like dinosaur, which I think is cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Next is Ditto. That's a slave. Let's move on. Ditto's great. I kind of like Ditto. I like Ditto, but unfortunately, it's just relegated to breeding eggs now, isn't it? I feel like people kind of cop out there when they say, Oh, yeah, Ditto is my favorite Pokemon because it could be any Pokemon. It's like, Yeah, right, well, pick an actual answer, you dumbass. Yeah. Next is the Eevee line. And we, we preface the first three of the Eevee We'll just lines. do the first three, yeah. Because that's all that's in here. So Eevee, I think Eevee's cute. It, it's yep. a cool design. Um, very yeah. much should be like up there with kind of Pikachu in terms of like getting when it had Let's yeah, Go Pikachu sure. and I, Eevee. I yeah. Kind of made sense. Um, I really love Vaporeon. It's probably my favourite out of the original three. I'm not a fan of Vaporeon. I really don't like it. I think it's too much, personally. And then I think Jorion's cool. Mm-hmm. Yep, same. And Flareon, I think personally, is my least favorite because it reminds me too much of like a Growlithe kind of design. See, Flareon's my favorite, and it's actually my favorite Eevee design of all of them. But oh, yeah, no. I, I just, I just have, I just have Growlithe and Arcanine vibes because it's the same kind of color. It's a fire type. It's yeah, I don't know. Damn it, your favorite Eevee can beat mine. Yeah, like Polygon. Uh, 
Porygon is weird. Yeah, in, <laughs> Gen 1, in Gen 1, I just think don't think it has anything going for it. But when it gets yeah. to like Porygon 2 and Porygon Z, that, that that's pretty cool. But that in gets... Gen 1, it's kind of meh. Yeah, I agree. Next up are Fossils. So Omanite and Omastar, I think, are hugely overrated because of a fucking meme in Twitch Plays Pokemon. And for yeah. that reason, I genuinely hate them. Um, <laughs> and Kabuto and Kabutops, I kind of like them. I like Kabutops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really menacing, and I really like... And I think that the fossils should be kind of menacing because they've become extinct, but they were like apex yeah. predator sort of things back when there weren't humans. And it's cool to see them look kind of menacing. Yeah, they shouldn't look like the regular Pokemon we have today. And I always like Kabutops more anyway. So. And oh, the Adactyl, if we... Adactyl, yeah. I forgot about Which, again, looks super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. It's pretty, it's pretty solid. It's simple, but it works really well. Yeah. And then, speaking of simple, next is Snorlax. Ah, uh, Goofy. I love Snorlax. He's a little oh. goofball, isn't he? How can you not love Snorlax? Look at it. Exactly. Many, yeah. many people look like Snorlax, too, me included. Sure. No, you don't. You're more like a more like a Zapdos. I'm more like a muck. Anyway, <laughs> Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think they're all pretty cool. I, I like them. Yeah. I don't think there's anything great about them. I prefer the dogs in the next gen to these, but I, yeah, I like them. I also prefer their Galarian. Yes, yes, so. definitely. Zapdos is probably my favourite Galarian. Same, yeah. But Articuno is my favourite regular one. Uh, I'd probably say, yeah, Articuno is probably my favorite. Yeah. And then the pseudo legendary Drag- Dratini, Dragonair, and Dragonite. Objectively, yeah. they're, they're cool, aren't they? Let's face it. They're, yeah, sure. They're the first of the dragon pseudo dragons, and arguably they are so popular. Yeah. Um, and there's something about Dratini and Dragonair kind of looking like they do, and then it becoming a Dragonite, and Dragonite is, is just a cool design. Yeah, I kind of like that. I think Dragonite is a little overrated, but I do like it. It is pretty and cool. Then, and then the two official legendaries, uh, Mewtwo and Mew. I like them both. Oh, how can you not like Mewtwo? It's just, it is just so cool. And same Mew, because it's a cute little counterpart. It's so it's adorable, but it's badass at the same time. Yeah. So like that's our list. Arguably, it's a Gen 1. Would you guess or no? What would you rate it out of 10? Out of ten, I'd probably give it a seven or eight. I'd say. Yeah, I was going to go with seven. I think that's arguably there are some real stinkers in there, but then there are just a few <laughs> really top-notch ones. Yeah, a lot of really good solid designs. That and can, FYI, that can me, franchise, I think. Gen one and Gen two are my two all-time favorites. Just FYI, just spoiler alert. Yeah, in terms of Pokemon designs, at least definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that 80, 80 odd minutes into this video it's a really long one to come back to but we've yeah. been away for a month so it makes sense that we do a long one um, well, there you go, you get some content people yeah, a couple of things just before we go we're going, like I said, we're going to plan on doing this as regularly as we can uh, all dependent on work and, and commitments and stuff but we will try and do it every week um, mm-hmm. just don't hold us to it uh, Instagram is the best place to find out when we upload and stuff because i'll i upload posts on there to let you know when they're live um on top of this obviously we're going for a more structured format they potentially won't be as long as this but i don't know how long they go we aim for an hour but if it's longer i'm i'm okay with that um yeah it's still primarily going to be us like 
talking and chatting with each other but we just aim to have like a bit more of a, a focus and a topic i think exactly we're also like i said we're going to try once a month um potentially to do like a movie review um i'm gonna say probably the end of each month maybe the last monday of each month if you're okay with that guy we'll, we'll mm-hmm. pick a film we'll yeah, watch yeah. it the night before and then we'll we'll review it um and then something else that's is not going to be structured so it, there's not going to be a time scale for it so don't it's not going to be a regular thing it's just something i want to do myself for creative purposes um I'm going to do a more scripted and structured kind of review on games that I have played. Um, mm-hmm. And I kind of want to do a scripted one where I kind of read off a, a script and kind of put all my thoughts out on there. It is only going to be me, um, not Guy, but it, like I said, they're going to take, they take me a really long time to write because I'm really bad at it. Um, <laughs> so don't expect one soon, um, but I want to try it and they'll be sprinkled in. They won't be the regular episodes. I'll probably upload them whenever I've finished it and recorded it and stuff. So They'll just be randomly in there every now and again. Mm, fair enough. Yes, I just thought I'd try that. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work, but just try a little experiment. Yeah. But anyway, thank you for, for listening. Uh, we're sorry we've been gone for so long, but like I said, we will try. And I hope you enjoy the really long episode where we talked about Pokemon again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next we probably week, we won't try not to. If we, if we are going to do Gen 2, it probably won't be for a little while. I think we'll maybe, leave it for a bit. Maybe a month or so, a couple of months. Maybe we'll come back to yeah. it. But let us know if, if you didn't like this this uh, episode, let us know and we probably won't do it again. But it's, it's always good to try. Um, we've got a few ideas for videos for topics coming up that we want to talk about. Um, uh-huh. Potentially, uh, as a hint, maybe something on uh, a certain company that kind of pooped out a ton of games in the same format and we will talk about those um yep that's a very vague <laughs> description but yeah i don't want to say exactly what it is because there's two topics which kind of fall in that same kind of line that we wanted to talk about um, but anyway again thank you for watching guys and we will see you in the next one thank you guys Bye.